Welcome to the Wags of SCI podcast, where we discuss life, love, and caregiving after spinal cord injury. Hosted by Elena Pauly and Brooke Paget. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Wags of SCI podcast with your hosts, Brooke Paget and Elena Pauly. Hello, friends. Thank you once again for joining us and spending this time with us today. So today we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. The big V word, not the one you were thinking of. (laughs) And we wanted to sort of touch base with you guys because we're heading into the weekend. And many of you are probably wondering what should you do with your Valentine's Day with your significant other. And of course, that looks a little bit different for some of us through a, a pandemic. Um, Many of us can't go out, so we are getting innovative and doing other date nights at home. And this is something that we are no stranger to. Um, Living the SCI life, sometimes it it is easier just to plan something at home. Now, before we get into that, I would like to do something new today and pick a little blessing card from my new deck. It is called the Namaste Blessing and Divination Cards. So sometimes we like to discuss a quote or a saying before a podcast and it just feels natural for us to do this before Valentine's Day. So the blessing of the day is for you, Brooke, and for anybody else listening. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And the blessing is you are the blessing. <laughs> So you are bl- you are a blessed soul and a blessing to this world and others. In giving, you also receive. For life is an ebb and flow of love and blessings. We are all of a single essence and of one in spirit. To give is to bless both yourself and others. Namaste. Oh, that's so nice. You know, it was the first thing that popped into my head when you read that was I remember so clearly when we first became friends and we were both kind of like, well, what are we doing with our lives? Like, you know, we both had to quit our jobs. We were like, you know, caregivers part-time doing random stuff. And I remember thinking to myself, if you don't know what you're doing with your own life, you may as well help others or try to help others and then you'll be shown the path. And Mm -hmm. I remember that so clearly, like, and it was just like, it was just like clicked into my mind and I was just like, Oh, like, yes, yes. Like when, when you don't know what to do, help others. I remember you saying that all the time and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Help others. I'm not sure what what you're talking about. We need to help ourselves. We're like drowning right now. (laughs) Right. Um, Just with, I mean, that being said, you know, a lot of people come on um, our channels and sort of like want clarification around like, oh, why do you guys consistently celebrate the caregiver or the, or the partner assisting the person with the spinal cord injury? Um, again, this is from Brooks and my perspective where we had our partners were able-bodied and had the injury while we were with them. So it was quite the you know, the severity of an accident and the trauma of an accident, it's just you're thrown through so many different hoops that you're not used to adjusting to. So that's when we talk about, you know, oh, we were just sort of treading water. It was just adjusting 
literally within five seconds, your life just changes and you're not used to it. It's not an introduction to this is how my life is. You know, these are the supplies I use in this drawer here to get my catheter. This is what spasms mean. You know, it's, it wasn't one of those introductions into a relationship. It was like, bam, we just hit the concrete and what is happening. So yeah, just to clarify to our listeners that sometimes we talk about, you know, celebrating the caregiver and putting more emphasis in supporting the caregiver because not all of us have met our partners post-injury where, you know, it's, it's just a very different dynamic. So just yeah, wanted to touch sure. base on that. For sure. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Well, that was an awesome quote. Good way to start off this podcast. So before we get into the meat of the podcast about Valentine's Day and just discussing some feedback from our private groups and from our Instagram page of what other couples are doing and just some ideas for you, um, we wanted to give a shout out to this episode's title sponsor, Wish Art Brain and Spine Law. Robin Wishart has been our advocate working with us and the Wags of SCI community since we first began. She's been there for us since day one. She's had faith in us, and she now is the official Wags of SCI advocate. So her and her team of lawyers specialize in spinal cord injuries and brain injuries. They know the system, quote, the system, and they can help you through with whatever you need. So she is available 24-7, and please tell her that Brooke and Elena from Wags of SCI sent you so that she has some contacts um, when you call. So her information is uh, brainandspinelaw.com. Super easy. Visit her website or you can find information on our partnership and why we're working with Robin and her team on our website, wagsofsci.com. You can click on the legal resources tab and learn more about Robin and her team. So just a big shout out to Robin. She does so much for us, so much for the community. Thank you once again. Mm -hmm. So let's, um, let's get into Valentine's Day. So first off, let's talk about, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so be between Brooke and I, um, I get really excited for pretty well every holiday, um, particularly Christmas. And actually, you know what? Valentine's Day, like I know it's super cheesy, but I have these like very fond memories mm -hmm. of elementary school and making like decorating your little paper bag to stick on and like everybody would would dump their little Valentine's Day card into your paper bag and then you oh, go home and read them all. Yes, I remember that. That's so cute. Right? And I remember like, you know, you're what in grade two, grade four, whatever. Yeah. And my mom being a teacher. Now, Elena, you have to make one for everybody in the class. But of course, you would set aside like the really cool Valentine's Day uh, little card or whatever for your for your sweet crush to show them extra love with the most beautiful graphic that you've you've created or picked out, right? <laughs> uh -huh. So and like the cinnamon hearts and like it was just like the highlight of well also being adopted from Russia like this is not something that I was used to you know all these different holidays we had different holidays um but the Valentine's Day with all the red and the cupcakes and like it was just like such a fun day so you know as as we get older 
you do sort of recognize that it is very much a Hallmark holiday, as all of the holidays are. And there's a lot of money to be made from these. But especially these couple of years, I really like to sort of decorate like my windows, you know, my windows face out to a fairly busy street that all the bikers of Vancouver take on the seawall, every biker pretty well passes this area. And there's something nice about just having these great big, super fluffy, cheesy hearts on my window. I, (laughs) I love it. They're red, they're big, they're in your face. They've got little hearts attached to the big hearts and uh, they're just there in the sun glistening away. So for myself, I know I don't know about you, but for myself, I know when like the pandemic hit and people started cutting out little hearts and pasting them all over their windows, like thanking the healthcare workers, thanking, you know, people that are on the front lines going in every day, and they would have these big paper hearts or window stickies. So throughout the pandemic, I was looking for window stickies because I sort of, it's it's almost like a reset, like you're going about your day and then you just glance over at a window somewhere, an apartment or a home, and you see the hearts and it just sort of resets your mind to go somewhere else. So I, so I definitely jumped on the bandwagon this year and I bought myself two dozen roses yesterday, some yellow and red ones. So when Dan got home, he was like, oh, I see you've got it taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I know you're not really a huge fan of Hallmark holidays. I've honestly like I appreciate holidays I but I'm much more of a feeling person like I like the feeling associated with the positive aspects of a holiday so like Christmas time I really like the feeling that is in the air like the feeling that I get of like love and community and people putting more emphasis on connecting with each other and I love that and I just love feeling those in, in myself. And then for Valentine's day, it's kind of the same. My partner absolutely hates Valentine's day. He's just like, I will ever since we met, he's just like, I will never participate in Valentine's day. Don't expect anything from me. And I'm like, okay, honestly, like it, it kind of, I kind of err on the side of more like, I don't believe that you should have to have one day to celebrate your love for each other. I think that's for sure. Kind of- you know, but that being said, I really, really, really love that love is in the air. And I love feeling the love in the air. And I love feeling that people are more focused on love instead of divisiveness and separateness and the COVID. (laughs) I, I like anything that distracts from that. So I'm kind of with you as far as like, you know, anything to kind of shift your focus from current events or separation from loved ones into something that is love. I mean, when would that be a bad thing? Never. Right. So it's all about what you focus on. I mean, if you focus on like, Oh, the corporations are making so much money. They are right. But you don't have to focus on that. You can just literally sit in the love that, that, you know, everybody else is kind of focusing on. I, I just like that. So that's what I'll be doing this year. I'll probably sit and do some sort of a love meditation. I know there's a lot of, oh, this is a good tip for self-care. So a couple of years ago, I started paying for YouTube premium, which was like the best decision I ever made because you don't have ads that pop up. You don't have to listen to ads at the start of your video. You don't have ads popping up in the middle, which is like huge. So I do a lot of meditations on YouTube. Like um, there's a lot of meditations with like the 500 level frequency 
which is the 500 level frequency is love. It's the frequency of love that's been calibrated scientifically. So there's, you just search up like love 500 Hertz meditation on YouTube. And there's so many different music uh, meditations that they have on there that are in that frequency. So that's what I'll be doing this year and, or this, yeah, this Valentine's day, I'll do that. And then I'll kind of tap into the love that does exist around the world and hopefully raise my own loving vibrations. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, uh, we'll see, but we have a lot of, um, male followers uh, that follow the podcast that are paralyzed that want to get ideas on how they can celebrate their partner. And a lot of people like these, these holidays for that kind of thing. And I don't blame them. Like it's, it's a cool time to celebrate. Like why not? Right. So let's talk. We posted on Instagram a week or so ago asking for some advice on, you know, what people do that are in our Mm -hmm. situation. Right. And I know, you know, there's always that argument of like, well, you know, we're no different than everybody else. We want to be treated the same. Yes, that's totally true. However, especially for quadriplegics, when mobility is an issue, um, sometimes it's a lot harder to plan surprises. Sometimes it's a lot harder to go out and get flowers. Um, You know, and so we need to be creative and acknowledge that, like, you know, there are limitations that a lot of us face, right? Especially during COVID. And so, I think coming up with unique ideas on how to celebrate in a unique way kind of takes the stress um, off of planning, right? I mean, it can be really stressful when you have limited mobility and you can't go out and do the things that you used to do. Even going out for dinner can be a challenge, right? And I know that there's a lot of followers that we have right now that are bedridden. You know, they're either dealing with an infection or they're recovering from a sickness or they have a pressure wound. And so they have to celebrate at home and do something that requires minimal physical effort. So there's some really good ideas that some of the ladies on the group came up with. Um, we're going to keep it all anonymous out of respect for privacy. But if you want to look at, you know, this post, you can go to our Instagram page. And um, so mm-hmm. one here, she wrote a blog post with 14 ideas that you can do from home. Some ideas include creating a s'mores bar, writing love letters, intimacy cards for conversation starters, fondue, and a wine tasting. And she said those are her favorites from the list. I like all those. Wine tasting is a good idea. That is a really good idea. Because you can definitely do it from home. (laughs) Yeah. And you can do like a little setup with like cheese and charchutes and all the good things. Now, somebody else wrote... I wrote. <laughs> we love being, <laughs> I was going to say it's not very anonymous because the next one down the list is me. Um, I said, we love being outdoors, going for walks, seaside, kayaking. So yes, for those of you wondering if there is adapted kayaking, there is, and there is actually a spot just near our home, which we are very lucky to have. Um, the way that adapted kayaking works is with active hands and, some uh I don't know what they're called they're like flotation devices on both sides of the kayak so it's impossible to tip so kayaking sitting by the ocean and watching the waves crash or renting an accessible airbnb in the woods or oceanside adventures are always the best so that is in my opinion, that is like one of the best ways to reset yourself um, is by being outdoors, being out in the fresh air. And you can pack like a little picnic. In fact, maybe that's what we'll do this year is pack a little picnic and go somewhere and just like sit in the sun. Um, 
hopefully it's sunny and not rainy in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really cute. That's a good idea. Being out in nature, it doesn't need to be fancy. You can just literally go for a walk, hold hands, mm-hmm. like sit under the trees. Like it's really nice. It's all about the like thought that counts too. It's like, hey, honey, do you want to go for a romantic walk? Like who would say no to that? Right. Well, especially when you're both really busy and you both have yeah. intense schedules that, you know, taking that time to be like, this is the day on this day, we will not be doing any of the things that we have to do, quote unquote, um, and just taking that time to plan and go and just be in the moment, be present, presently yeah, in the moment. For sure. So we have some ladies that obviously wrote, they'd like to go out for dinner. And, you know, I say you know, that's a good idea. Obviously, if you want to go out for dinner, go out for dinner, but let's focus more on other ideas because I feel like there's a lot of people that can't go out for dinner or last minute they can't get a reza or they don't have the money to spend. So, um, let's talk about what to do if you're at home. So there are a lot of good ideas here. Um, so one, one of the ladies was like, we always seem to have heart health problems around Valentine's day with a laughing face. So they don't tend to make plans. Um, so what they've done is they do, she's doing a, a charcuterie board in bed. We like macarons, charcuterie, sparkling wine, and watch a rom-com or do something from bed. That's really cute. That I is like really the, cute. Yeah, it's really cute. I like the idea of doing a fondue. I like I wrote that on here, a fondue in bed. I think that's so cute. Like feeding each other. It's so easy too. like, especially if you have limited upper body mobility, you can like literally feed your partner with the fondue stick. I just I think that's really cute. And you can do it from bed and stuff. It's really cute. Um, You know what I was thinking about? I was like, what are some really great rom coms, though, around Valentine's Day that are not overly cheesy? And I keep on going back to love actually, even though it's a Christmas movie. (laughs) Your favorite movie of all time. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it is. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Um, so this one's so one lady wrote about they're doing an at-home dinner date because of the rise of COVID cases in our country. Um, but they're spicing things up by getting dressed up, putting candles on, and making a four-course meal together. That's really cute. I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That, that is really great. Then another one here says date nights to me aren't going out blowing a lot of money to have the best date nights um, that they love to sit together laughing and having a good time and remembering to always try to push your spouse to be the best they can be. My husband and I haven't been, haven't done a date night in so long. I truly miss it. Putting phones away is key. That is such a big one for yeah. and for all relationships yeah. is put your phone away, disconnect from the craziness of the world wide web and social media, um, and just focusing on each other, your new goals and just love each other. And I really like that because truly that is, that is the number one thing, the most I would say the greatest gift you can give to anybody is your time and your presence. For sure. Right. For sure. And I think that's all that matters really. For all friendships across the board, not even romantic necessarily. It's just like, you know, disconnect and reconnect. And that's what they always say, you know, it's time for us to reconnect. It's like, go leave everything else behind and just be together. Be presently there. I, you know, I can't help but get kind of upset at, how, you know, Western society especially has put so much emphasis on what you buy your partner and how much money you spend on them. And I haven't really met many women 
who at the end of the day wouldn't rather have a thoughtful sentiment or note sent to them or even an email sent to them out of the blue something sweet something heartfelt and authentic that doesn't cost anything over an expensive you know bouquet of flowers or an expensive anything like th- there's something to be said about authenticity and so i know mm-hmm. that some of the men in our community they just get so they beat up on themselves because they can't perform or they can't you know do something that involves you know, a lot of roundabout show offy. Oh, I'm spoiling you. I just, I just really don't think that love is about that at the end of the day. I think that, you know, we've been brainwashed to think that it's about how much you spend or how, how much effort you put in. And it's really not about that, especially in our community, hearing from all these women over the years, they just want to know that their partner is there for them and that their partner respects them and loves them. That's so important. Like I know if if my partner were to like, you know, my partner, he's fairly sentimental. Like he, he's very open with his feelings. And if he were to email me out of the blue or send me a note or a text out of the blue saying, I just want you to know how much I appreciate and love you. You're one in a million. You mean so much to me just from the bottom of their heart. That to me would be enough for a Valentine's day gift. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you remember back? Yes, I agree with you. Do you remember back in the day when blue mountain, it was a blue mountain. The e-cards used to be like a thing. You would like send blue mountain e-cards to your friends for like birthdays and things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those were some of the greatest things that I ever received. And Uh I think we were like teenagers or something. Right. Yeah. But it was so fun because they were free. They were like very animated. You could pick your own with your own sayings and they were just so cute. And I kind of miss that. I I mean, I'm sure there's a subscription you can still get. Yeah. But those used to be a lot of fun. And I'm thinking if I, if I did receive something like that from, from even a friend, I would be very excited because it's when you go into your email box on a Monday morning and you see the oodles and poodles of messages you have to respond to and all the work you have to do. Sometimes it's nice just to get like a e-card or an Mm -hmm. e-certificate or something out of the ordinary. I'm so glad that you brought that up. There is a amazing company called paperless post and you can go online and I've used them for a few events or things I was planning in the past and it's a credit system. So you buy a certain amount of credits and then there's a tier system. So like there's something for every budget and there's also a lot of free cards that you can send as well. And there's thousands to choose from and there, there's so many cute cards. And so basically you pick out your card and then they send these amazing cards over email and you can also design your own. So it gets you a little chance to be creative. But if anyone is looking for a way to present a surprise, like Elena was just talking about over email, paperless post is a really great company. And, um, there, there's just a lot of different things you can do online. And I think that really, really serves the paralysis community because again, it comes to mobility stuff. It's not that easy to get up and go and get a card, a physical card, especially like my people, like my partner, my partner is a C4 injury. He can't go and get a card. He can't pick it out himself. He can't grab it, you know? And so for people like that, doing something online, like paperless posts would be a really, really good idea. That's such, I'm really glad that you brought that up. And of course, one of the other best ways to, in my opinion, to give to your community is make something. Um, It's really, really easy to make your own chocolates or oat fudge bars. 
it doesn't take a ton of effort. Brooke and I have been into the baking a little bit more recently, but this has been a really fun way to give back as well to your friends, your family, your community, your partner is make something yourself. There's nothing better than like a baked good or like, I don't know, banana loaf, banana bread, something delicious that you can just give to somebody or drop off on their doorstep and just like take off. So those uh, are really, yeah. who doesn't <laughs> those, like that? The way to anybody's heart is through their stomach, right? So, Well, and that's also a really, really good idea for WEGs who are looking to do something for their partner, especially if they live in a city or a country where cannabis is legal. Um, if your partner's into cannabis or maybe, you know, there's a lot, we get a lot of messages on the private group about women looking to get into cannabis baking because it is so good for spasms. Cannabis cookies, cannabis brownies. I'm sorry. There is nothing better for spasms than a cannabis brownie or a cannabis cookie. It is second to none. Um, I've actually never heard of it not working for someone with spasms. It's just all about the dose, right? So, uh, if you're looking to start on the cannabis baking train, that's a really good idea. Presenting your partner who happens to like smoking weed with a tray of cannabis cookies. I mean, that would be a really awesome, really, um, really thoughtful gift that's also medicinal, right? <laughs> a really thoughtful gift that'll give you a buzz. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of good recipes on munchies for can of butter. Mm. And um, you can just search can of butter online and make your own cannabis butter. But if it, if you and live it's in a really place easy, it's really, really it's really easy. easy. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to make sure you're decarboxylated. Decarboxylate yes. your marijuana. It's a Don't long skip word. That step. Yeah. Don't skip that yeah. step. So search that if you're interested. Um, and then as far as like, you know, I, I know we've spoken to a lot of the men who listen to our community, but a lot of the wags that listen as well, you know, there can be a lot of overwhelm that is associated with holidays. And, you know, <laughs> I remember talking to my husband a little while about this, a little while ago about this. And he's like, Brooke, all guys really want is for their woman to like, I don't know, walk around naked or topless or, <laughs> or get in some lingerie or just like sit with them naked. He's like, lingerie doesn't even matter. It's just like all guys it comes care off about the end. <laughs> yeah all guys care about is like naked time and affection and naked uh, time <laughs> I mean I don't know a guy that wouldn't like being served a topless drink or something I mean that is a gift on its own <laughs> if you're into topless that kind drink. of thing <laughs> um did you guys do any of that this year because I know last year you guys had some really great ideas um with the vibrate what was it it was like the special underwear that have the oh, yeah. remote that came along with it Yes. Yeah, so I got this thing last year off pinkcherry.ca. And I know there's a lot of places in the States like Adam and Eve's website that you can get this on, but it's basically a vibrator that you put in your underwear and then you give your partner the remote and it's really small. And so like you put it in your underwear and then you kind of wear it all day. And then the partner can like press it every time he wants. He feels like pressing. It's just kind of like a fun <laughs> way to be more intimate, especially, you know, again, mobility issues. A lot of people, you know, can't have as much sex as they want to in our community. So this is kind of a really good way to spice it up. So um, every time your partner wants a drink, he just presses the vibration yeah. thing. 
Well, you've got to do stuff like this when you're in relationships like ours, like to keep it spicy, to keep it like on your toes. And just honestly, it doesn't even need to be sexual. This creates quite a laugh. (laughs) Like you can laugh about it. Like this is like, it's fun. It's supposed to be playful and fun. And it's, I think that everybody needs to start doing a lot more playful things because in this life you can get so consumed with caregiving. You can get so consumed with health problems. You can get so consumed with just surviving that I think we all need to remember that play is so important. Getting in touch with, you know, the the part of us that needs Mm -hmm. to play. Every human needs to play. So. Absolutely. And just laugh and have a good time and disconnect from what's going on in the world a little bit. Um, I was going to say, do you think these underwear would work for (laughs) your partner to wear? And then you press the remote? You know what? I would definitely look into that because that's a really cool idea. Like maybe doing like a vibrating cock ring or something and having like a remote control. I'm sure that that exists. I think that's a good idea. Or would that maybe like initiate spasms to happen? It's like, ooh, so (laughs) uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh my God. So funny. Sliding out of your chair and then you're going to be running over to help your partner every time bad that's idea. A good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. And speaking of like sex toys, I know that Amazon, they don't, you can't search sex toys, but you can search for massagers and they have mm-hmm. all their sex toys listed um, that way. And you can get like prime next day delivery. And then also a lot of, especially in the States, a lot of the sex toy um, shops online, they do like next day delivery. So you're not too late. You should order some toys, do something like that. And We'd also like to say that the Wags of SCI fund that we have, we fundraise um, for our couples. We sell merchandise. Of course, we've been all over this many times in our podcast. We do various fundraising things each year and the run is coming up on March 20th. But that fund is for things like this. So if you are in a partnership in our community and you follow our page, you listen to our podcast and you want to do something creative for Valentine's day, but finances may be an issue. Please email us because this is why we're here. We want to hear from you. Wags of SCI at gmail.com. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. If there's something you want to do and it's out of reach, please, please just email us and we'll help sort you out. Absolutely. So we wish everybody a beautiful Valentine's day. Even if you're like Brooke and you want to skip all the Hallmark holiday and um, please, please enjoy this time. At least take the day to do something special for yourselves and eat something delicious. Maybe cuddle in a nice fluffy robe, a nice pink one with zebra stripes. I'm describing something that's hanging off my door that Dan likes to wear when he's really cold. It is. It's a, it's a really great way to do that. Or sn- snuggy. Get a snuggy. Snuggy up. Do a partner snuggy cuddle. That would be cute too. I kind of like that. But we wish everybody a safe and beautiful Valentine's Day. And thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and spend these few minutes with us with your hosts, Elena Polly and Brooke Paget. Until next time, take care. Cheers. Cheers.